0: My name is Jeremy and welcome to the Yoga Teacher Training Podcast. And as the name implies, this podcast will be all about learning yoga as a teacher, as a student, and going on this long and lifetime journey from student to teacher, back to student, back to teacher, learning and growing and trying things, sharing them, sharing what I've learned in my experience talking to uh, experienced teachers, new teachers, and see what's working for them and learn from their experiences and applying that to your life. So you'll learn all about everything to do with yoga from Ayurveda, the sister science of yoga, all about lifestyle, diet, sleep, nutrition, all the sort of holistic lifestyle stuff that goes around the physical asana practice. And then, of course, we'll talk about the physical asana practice, the yoga, the things you do in the classes, the stretching, but also the strengthening and the things that aren't covered as commonly in everyday yoga classes. So you'll learn about the mistakes that I made personally in my 10 plus years of practice of overstretching, of trying to open everything all the time, and then wondering why I was always sore in my shoulders and hamstrings, and even though I was stretching the hell out of them all the time interesting how that works right so I learned to strengthen as well and I learned how to integrate these different parts of uh, health and fitness besides just flexibility training and uh, the meditative aspects of yoga all right so also of course go in depth into meditation that's a huge part of my own practice I've meditated uh, about 15 years longer than I've done yoga practice asana practice And I do the meditation every morning myself. I find that so helpful for centering, getting clear, listening to my inner wisdom. And I'll share what has worked best for me. And again, I'll talk to experts, I'll talk to teachers, and people who are just starting out as well, just to hear what is working on all levels, from all levels of experience. So no matter where you are in your practice, in your path, uh, there's something that you can learn here, and hopefully something that you can apply immediately after listening to each episode. So I'm all about being very practical and down to earth and like what is actually going to have a result today, right? I'm not so interested in theory. I'm really interested in practice and what you can put into practice and apply to your life today. So I really wanna make this all about you and your own practice and how I can best support you in your practice. But I do wanna share my own experiences and let you know who I am and how I got to this point. And if you can imagine 2008 and Jim gym in Minnesota in the springtime when it's still snowing because it's always snowing in Minnesota. And I was walking past the exercise room and there was a bunch of women doing yoga and I didn't see any guys in there, so I thought maybe this was a women's only class. Uh, But something about yoga, it interested me. So I listened to Alan Watts, a spiritual philosopher from the 60s, and he mentioned the word yoga a lot. He also talked about meditation and that's a big part of why I got so into meditation but this yoga thing sounded interesting and i was a little unsure if this was for me because i'm just a regular guy uh, i was pretty shy especially back then uh, really introverted and uh, really focused on making music at the time that was kind of my main focus uh, but i did like to exercise and i've always been very health conscious and conscious of my choices and you know how it affects my mood and energy So I was going to the gym regularly and I kept walking past the yoga class and maybe thinking, well, maybe I should try it sometime. And after a little while of like of that kind of wondering and and doubting, I just finally stepped in the class and tried it out. And it was awesome. It was one of the hardest things I'd ever done, actually, because it was a sort of advanced vinyasa class or at least more experienced class. And uh, everyone around me was sweating and I was trembling and shaking. And I remember distinctly remember being in plank pose and and my arms shaking and the guy next to me just like doing it no sweat with his shirt off, like super fit and tan and everything. And I was like, okay, well, I'm, uh, this is is more than I thought it would be. This is more challenging than I thought it would be. And uh, I realized, you know, I kind of overcame some of my insecurities of just stepping foot in the class. And I didn't really care what other people thought. And really when you're in the yoga practice, as I experienced in that first class, there's not a lot of room to overthink it and not a lot of room for comparison. Uh, So I was very kind to myself and just did the best I could and came back next week and I wanted to come back as much as possible. And I did for a few weeks, but then that teacher that I really liked who was teaching those classes moved to Colorado. So I had to find a new teacher. And I I started looking online. And if you remember back in 2008, if you ever looked for yoga online in 2008, uh, there was uh, maybe like 10 pages, maybe like 15 YouTube videos sprinkled around. Uh, So it was hard, but I did find some online yoga teaching, a great website called Yoga Today, which still exists, actually. And I started practicing yoga every day because that's what they said to do. So that's what I did. And my life completely changed. Uh, My diet changed, my sleep changed, my mood changed. I became a much happier person, much more fulfilled person. And it became a lot harder to lie to myself, to say like, oh, I'll just do this thing that I know isn't good for me and, and, you know, just see what happens. Uh, It became a lot harder to betray myself. It became a lot easier to listen to my true self and do what was in alignment with myself. And that was life-changing, to say the least. I... I mean, I, I, just, I changed every area of my life, literally. And I moved from Minnesota to Austin. I started, uh, I jumped into a yoga teacher training. And before I knew it, I didn't even plan on becoming a teacher, but after at, by the end of that, the, everyone, my teachers were like, you're a teacher, you, you should be teaching. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll try it out. And I, I tried teaching and I loved it and I felt really in my element and I haven't stopped since. So I've been teaching since 2011. I teach full-time and I love it. I get to work with people one-on-one in groups and corporate settings and class settings. I really love it all. It's a huge passion of mine. I love that it integrates health, nutrition, wellness, flexibility strength all aspects of life and psychology philosophy it really includes it all and if you play music in class you get to be a dj i used to be a dj in my past Uh, so it includes everything for me it's very uh, complete holistic and i think it's the most effective path that i've found uh, physical health, mental health, wellness, and that's why I personally practice this, this stuff every day. It's why I uh, talk about it every day, and I I teach it and. I realized, you know, like just like when I was in Minnesota, uh, you know, finding in the middle of nowhere, really like this sort of uh, suburb outside of Minnesota, outside of the Twin Cities, uh, I found this yoga, online yoga stuff. So I know that I can be online and reach people all over the world because Austin is like a hotbed of yoga. I just happened to be really fortunate to be in Austin and move here and uh, there's yoga everywhere. It's really great. I get to be around amazing teachers every day. But I know that doesn't exist in every city, but thanks to being on the internet, uh, I can share all this great stuff with everybody all over the world. Anybody who wants it can find it. And I'm basically just making this stuff now for me in 2008. like, what did I wish I could find? Like, what were the questions I was asking? What were the answers I was seeking? Uh, like what would have helped me back then, uh, I want to share that stuff and sort of take you on that journey. So go you can go from a complete beginner, trembling in plank pose, uh, wondering how all these other people around you are so calm in these advanced poses. You can go from that to feeling really confident in your body and really uh, okay with wherever you're at and finding an inner peace and acceptance. And, and from that inner peace, really, that's what's so interesting what happens is like, you, you accept like, okay, this is where I'm at. I have this limitation. Then the limitation moves and then you expand and you grow. And this is my experience. And this is what I've seen with so many students. And then you're, you just keep expanding and growing. You might go from being a student to wanting to be, uh, going to a teacher training just for yourself, which most people do. And most of the teacher trainings I've been a part of, people are there for their own personal growth, not to become a teacher, but As a side effect, once you're just sort of full of this information and experience, like the natural outpouring is you end up sharing it with other people. And you end up being a teacher, whether you're teaching a class or you're just a parent, not just, you are a parent uh, raising kids just by your presence and who you are in the world. That is teaching. How you show up is everything. So if you've done this training or if if you go through this process along with me, go on this journey with me here, over the next several years, decades, lifetimes, uh, going through this practice and this process of yoga, which is so powerful and always evolving, uh, you end up just naturally by your presence and who you are sharing this stuff with others. Uh, The way you interact with others, the way you you think about things, and that affects the way you feel about things and the way you show up in the world. So that's my intention with this, to get to take you on this journey from, you could be at a complete beginner, you could be ready to teach, you could be teaching, have been teaching for years or decades, and hopefully you'll find something valuable in this podcast. Just like I go to beginners yoga classes all the time, because I'm always learning something. Uh, There's always more to learn with yoga. There's always new horizons to explore, new aspects of yourself. It never really ends, right? You can uh, reach one plateau and say your flexibility but now you can focus on strength and you've got a whole new world of things to explore there. You could reach a plateau in your strength and now you've got a whole other world to explore in Ayurveda and learning how to work with your dosha and the seasons and your diet. You could reach a plateau there and then you've got a whole nother world to explore in anatomy and physiology and kinesiology and understanding things like uh, proprioception and interoception and how to work with that in your practice. You could reach a plateau there and then come back to learning the basics and remembering to practice simple breathing techniques and expanding your lung capacity. So it really never ends. And when I hear teachers who have been maybe teaching for several years and in a bigger city like Austin, I've heard people say, oh, it's oversaturated here. Like everybody's a yoga teacher. You can throw a rock and hit a yoga teacher. So what? I think everybody in the world needs to learn this stuff. This is like basic health care. Like this needs to be in schools and just basic everyday wisdom. Everybody in the world could be talking about this stuff. And that's still like, we still need teachers. We still need people offering classes, sharing this stuff, right? So th- there's never going to be too many yoga teachers because this stuff is necessary. I think, you know, I don't think it's for everybody necessarily. Like if you're not into it, that's fine. This podcast isn't for you. This practice isn't for you. I encourage you to find what is for you. But this information I believe and have experienced is and can be valuable to everybody. So the more people that know this stuff, the better. The more people that understand how to regulate your nervous system. Imagine a world where everybody knows how to regulate your nervous system wow like all the talking head shows on tv like would cease to exist like all the fighting and yelling back and forth on tv that stuff like it wouldn't even exist like why would we even have that if people are understanding how to regulate their nervous system and to practice deep listening to each other just like we practice deep listening to ourselves in our yoga and meditation practice like imagine that world right We're, we're far from that So we've still got a lot of work to do. Imagine a world where uh, when somebody is sick, we look at the root cause of it rather than the symptoms. So instead of thinking, well, we need to take this medication and we need to put you in this system and we need to add this thing to your life, what do we need to subtract Like, how much sugar are we eating? Is that really healthy? Like, how are our routines? Like, are we staying up all night looking at screens? Like, how is that affecting the nervous system, the state of mind, right? So looking at things very holistically, just like in Ayurveda, right? So it's never-ending. And I'm super excited to share and go in-depth in all of this stuff, over the many, many episodes to come. And I'm excited to have you on this journey with me, whether you're a beginner, a teacher, or somewhere in the middle, uh, there's going to be something for you to learn along the way. And the best place for you to start right now is to go to quietmind.yoga slash one, the number one quietmind.yoga/1. There's a link in the show notes as well so you can check that out later if you're driving or whatever. But that is where you'll see a free guide that I've created for you called the 10 yoga mistakes to stop today. And this is based on the mistakes that I made in my first 10 years of practice and the things that I've learned to work with and adjust such as overemphasizing flexibility and underemphasizing strength. And I'll give you a step for each one of those 10 mistakes of something you can do instead to have a more holistic, well-rounded yoga practice, right? So again, quietmind.yoga slash one, and you can start there with a free guide. And you'll also receive weekly email updates, so you'll find out about every episode before anyone else in that weekly email Just by going to quietmind.yoga/one, you'll get that free PDF guide, the 10 yoga mistakes to stop today, and you'll get a free weekly email where I'll send you personal things going on for me that you won't hear on the podcast, as well as weekly updates so you'll know about every new episode as it comes out. Next week on really the first official episode of this podcast, I'll be talking all about the first step that I had to take on my practice which was establishing a yoga practice. So whether you're a complete beginner, you've never done any classes, I'll show you where to start, or you're a 10-year veteran, a seasoned, experienced practitioner, and you just want some refinement. Maybe your practice has slipped a little bit over the years. Maybe you want to sort of kickstart your practice. I'll give you some of the best advice that I've found over the years and share some of the best advice from some other great teachers. So look forward to sharing that with you next week on the podcast. Until then, check out quietmind.yoga slash one, get your free guide and you'll be the first to know about when the next episode goes live. All right, thanks for listening.